Good morning, everybody. It's your host, Mark Trimble, and this is the MK Journal Podcast. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. This morning, I'd like to share with you, kind of start doing this again, um, giving you a little spiritual espresso for the morning. Won't be very long. Uh, I hope you would tune in and, and be blessed by it. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 39. Through my personal devotions, we're reading about Joseph and, and, and his story and kind of been blown away by some of the, the different way I've been looking at it now. You know, you read a passage from when you're younger and you read something and then the older you get, you look at it differently. So in chapter 39, verse two, it says, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was prosper. He was a prosperous man. Skip down to verse three. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that he, and that the Lord made all that he had, all that he did to prosper in his hand. In our world, in our society, really throughout history, we chase after prosperity. We chase after riches, right? And it's funny here, we see in verse 2, that the Lord is with Joseph, and he, Joseph, was a prosperous man. Why was Joseph prosperous? Not because he was good-looking, not because he was smart or anything like that, but he was prosperous because the Lord was with him. So really, if you think about it, the key to being a prosperous person is to have the Lord with you. And how do you have the Lord with you? Well, you put him first, you trust in him, you live a life that's honoring to God. So really, it's not about how the world tells us, you know, oh, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that, do this career or strive for this. You need to be popular and all that. But really, it just comes back to what we learned growing up is you just have to put God first and become somebody that the Lord wants to be with, wants to to put his presence on you. And then another interesting thing that I see here in verse 3 is that Joseph's master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. So even Joseph's master, the way Joseph lived, carried himself, worked, it was so obvious that God was with Joseph, that his own master, a lost man, somebody who didn't even believe in God, saw God through him. Again, we learned that we are supposed to be lights and that we're supposed to live because we're a walking Bible pretty much in that sometimes the only way people are going to get the gospel message is through our life and our testimony. That's why we as Christians believe that our testimony is so important. And even in Proverbs, it says a good name is rather to be chosen than riches. So Joseph had that testimony. Because a lost man who didn't have a walk with God at all, didn't even acknowledge, had his own religious beliefs, 
but saw through Joseph's life that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper. Most people would just think that it was because of Joseph. Oh, Joseph was so smart or whatever. And that was the reason why Joseph was so prosperous. But it was because Joseph lived a life that showed that the Lord was with him. And Joseph, and we see here, which brings me to the next thing, is that Joseph always gave God the glory for everything. If you look in verse 21, but the Lord is with Joseph. So even after Joseph at this point was in prison, the Lord still stayed with him and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And in verse 23, it says in that second half, because the Lord was with him and that which he did, the Lord made it prosper. Joseph had, Joseph had I don't know, something. He, well, we know what he had. He had God's presence. But Joseph figured out the key. No matter how good or how bad his life was, the best thing for him to do was to live a way that God would be would be with him. Because Joseph realized at a young age that the safe, most safest and best and most prosperous way he could live his life is to live it with God's presence being on him. And as we see, go all the way to chapter 41, verse 18, uh, sorry, verse 16. That's what I was talking about. So Joseph had been brought to Pharaoh. And it says in verse 16 of chapter 41, it is not in me, God shall give Pharaoh answer an answer of peace. So Joseph been brought to Pharaoh after he'd been interpreted the dreams. And Joseph, uh, Pharaoh had talked to Joseph and asked Joseph if he, if he would be able to interpret the dreams. And Joseph didn't say that, yes, he would be able to. He said that God, he said, it's not because of me, but because of God. Jo- most of the times when people, when people, become prosperous or, or they know they have a talent and Joseph was always interpretations of dreams they forget that the only reason why they have that talent or that ability is because God gave it to them but Joseph you see throughout his life he never forgot that he had already been in prison for several years he was around 30, as we see in verse 46. But in all the years, so he was a teenager when he was sold into slavery. He worked for Potiphar for probably a few years and then was in prison for probably a good few years as well. But he never got mad at God. He always lived a life that God would be pleased with putting his presence on him because that was always the best way for him to live. And Joseph realized that. And Joseph always gave God the glory. He was never reliant or never came to a point where he thought, oh, it's because of me and because of my talent. 
And again, he carried himself and he lived in such a way that others saw God through him. Verse 38 of chapter 41, And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? So Joseph had already interpreted Pharaoh's dreams and and gave Pharaoh advice on what he should do because of the seven years of plenty and the seven years of famine. And Joseph says, you know, you got to find somebody that's able to do this. And Pharaoh, so Pharaoh really had not even been around Joseph, but just for a few minutes because it was Joseph being brought before Pharaoh. Pharaoh tells him the dream. Joseph interprets the dream and tells Pharaoh what to do. And be just from that short encounter, it's crazy. Just from that short encounter, Pharaoh was able to see, and he says this to his servants, a man in whom the Spirit of God is. Again, Pharaoh is a lost man. Pharaoh is somebody that has a completely different belief, does not believe in God at all. But just from Joseph's short time with Pharaoh, Pharaoh already saw that Joseph was a man in whom the Spirit of God is. Pharaoh saw that God was with Joseph. It's crazy how it only took a short time. When people talk to you or when people meet with you or people have little interactions with you, do they see God through you? Or do they see something else? Maybe they'd be able to see the Lord if they had a longer time, longer period of interaction with you. But Joseph didn't need that. He was able to show God through his life, through the way he acted, through the way he walked, through the way he carried himself, through the way he conducted himself. It was literally so obvious that it didn't take people very long. Just a short interaction with Joseph, they knew that God was with him. Joseph realized, again, that God was the reason for his prosperity and that God was the key to that. In verse 51 and 52, Joseph called the name of his firstborn Manasseh. For God, said he, Joseph, hath made me forget all my toil in all my father's house. And the name of the second called he Ephraim. For God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. I learned last night from my pastor's sermon that God always hears the prayers of the afflicted. And through my Bible reading in Psalm chapter 4, I learned that God always does his greatest works when we are in distress. Because it is in times of distress that we truly rely on Him. And the difference between most Christians is that, and Joseph is that Joseph figured out that God can do great things through him at any time in his life. Whether he's in distress or in a great plenteous time or in a very blessed time. As long as Joseph keeps walking with God, keeps his presence on him. And keeps giving God the glory. And keeps relying on God. He figured out that he 
would always be able to let to have God work through him as long as he did that. And he, he never changed. He was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh. I'd already gone through being sold into slavery, working for Potiphar's house, becoming the head servant over Potiphar's house, which would be a pretty, think about it, be a pretty high position. So he's starting to live really well and gets knocked down all the way down to be in the, in the prison, but still puts God first, still relies on God, still walks with God, still has that testimony that he becomes trusted with pretty much everything in the prison. So even though he was still in prison, he had it pretty good. And throughout his whole time in prison, even after he told the butler to tell Pharaoh about him and the butler forgot about him. But then eventually when he came out of prison and went before Pharaoh, he still knew, put God first, give God the glory. And he still lived away in a way that God's presence was clearly shown that others could see it. So I'll leave you with one thought. When others interact with you, do they see God through you? Do you conduct yourself in such a way where it's so obvious to others, even though they are lost, and even though they may believe something completely different? After their short interaction with you, are they able to say that you're a person in whom the Spirit of God is? Or are they even pointed to God in any way? We should always conduct ourselves in a way that clearly shows God through our lives. Hope you have a wonderful day. Hope this was able to help you and hope this was a blessing to you. I know it was certainly a blessing to me. And uh, that's it. Have a good day.